0: Feral Audio. We're rolling. Are we doing? it? <laughs> We're already rolling. I'm
1: gonna take my. I'm taking my. I'm gonna put on regular glasses. So when you, you want, say you start you at 4:30, you start at
0: Yeah, it's how I, I like to do it. I just like to keep it really, um, really live. So that way we don't we don't dispel anything in the chit chat. Because uh-huh. you know I mean? he's chit-chat, started talking about some story, and you're like, oh wait, tell that story again that we were talking about five minutes ago that was really funny, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's not funny now, <laughs> because it's not like... Because you know,
1: you're repeating it, yeah. and then you're... You never say the story the same way. No. That happened to me uh, this past weekend. I was Last weekend, I was in St. Louis touring, right. and I told these guys a story before we, I got on air. Before I was... This is radio. Radio, right. yeah. <clears throat> Morning DJ guys. And then they were like, uh, say that story again on air. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll clean it up a little bit. And then I said it on air. And did. they didn't laugh the same way they did when we were off air.
0: Yeah, because it's not the same.
1: Yeah, but they could at least laugh anyways just to make me feel, you know. What time of the day was this? It was in the morning. Yeah. Like, Six? Know. Five? No, it wasn't that bad. Wasn't I that have bad. rules on my, when what, I travel. What is your, what's your rule? I only do uh, press from like... Nine until That's nothing not after two o'clock.
0: <laughs> what happens then? Welcome, Tim Meadows.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: Welcome, Tim, 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 <clears throat> Welcome, Tim Meadows. That's what your name sounds like backwards. Let's see if I can do it. Doesn't sound like no. much.
1: I thought it would at least, if I heard Mitt, then I would know. Mitt,
0: yes. but it's always the, the inflection's wrong. Yeah. Mitt?
1: Yep. Yep. What is that? Is it's, that a... It's,
0: it's some old thing that's, like, used to teach foreign languages to kids back in, like, the 80s. Mm. You can record something. You want to record something on here? You can say whatever you want, and you can... And you can, uh... I can record it right mm-hmm. now. Let's see. Actually, I don't know if I get close enough to you to do it. If, if you screamed, I could do it. You ready? All right. Okay, I'll tell you when. I'll go three, two,
1: one. Shut the door!
0: Shit, I did it wrong. Oh. Power's off.
1: Okay, nah, sorry, I'm okay. changing it now. Okay, ready? Ready, three, two. Shut your mouth. See, I changed it. <laughs>
0: Here it is.
1: Here it is. Shut your mouth. Mouth. Shut your mouth. Mouth. Shut your mouth. Ma- mouth. Ma- 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 shut your. mouth! Shut 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 shut, shut. 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 shut shut. your mouth. Boom. 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 Shut. Boom. Boom.
2: Shut your mouth, your mouth your A
1: mouth. your boom, <laughs>
0: Almost boom, a song.
1: boom, boom, a song. boom, boom, a a yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. It's good. Uh, uh, it's been uh, it's been, been a interesting long time. Day. I know. Oh, it was an yeah. interesting day, really. No, yeah. I this is my day. I'm off today. That's why I okay. said I could do it. Yeah. So I had uh, lunch this afternoon with my ex-wife's okay. mother, who lives here in L.A.
0: Ex-wife's mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's still a connection.
1: Yeah, we, we are we get along pretty well. That's good. And um, she lives here in L.A. And I'm I'm <clears throat> sort of her only family here. Really. Yeah. Why does she live here? she wanted she hated the winter
0: okay yeah that's pretty it's it's pretty common occurrence
1: yeah yeah um so we had lunch and it was nice and fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds sounds really boring Uh, no it's great but the way you say it like sounds nice it was nice it it was fun yeah we have our moments (laughs) in the dream world lunch
1: it It was wonderful what did you
0: have what did you eat
1: I had the Branzino. Oh,
0: that's a fish, right?
1: Yes, it is.
0: I've heard about Branzino. I've it heard was... about it on... I've never had it, but I've heard about it on, a, on my fish blog. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I go to a fish I, blog. It's a fish chat. It's a chat room. You write these? No, I just, I just engage with other users.
1: It's a, other people who love fish? Other,
0: other fish lovers.
1: Oh. It's
0: called I Dream of Swimming. Oh, mm-hmm. that's
1: an interesting title. Branzino. It would think, you would think that it's about swimming and about... Things like maybe competing or swimming in the ocean but it's more about eating fish
0: well actually that's funny you should say that it started like that it started as a, pot, uh, as a uh, chat room about swimming mm-hmm. uh, big Michael Phelps fans wow and um, then it just sort of evolved over the years to become about the best places to get the best fish that's great mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> do you have a top ten list you can tell me oh me? Yeah.
0: oh Branzino is about number six mm-hmm.
1: I had the number six? <laughs> yeah that's not cool.
0: Well, I mean, it's reverse order.
1: What's number one?
0: Number one for me is, uh, is grouper.
1: The, uh, <laughs> it seems like, it? Seems like it would be at the lower end. Are you serious? Yes.
0: Wait a second. Are you serious about that? You I don't, don't think like grouper?
1: catfish would be.
0: Groupers, not catfish.
1: Grouper eats even lower on the floor than catfish. Are you sure, Mike? I'm almost positive. I it's an ocean fish, though. Yeah, but it's uh, the groupers that I've met deal with really on my plate yeah are low eating fish.
0: What kind of fish are they? Grouper. Grouper.
2: Grouper yeah. some Grouper's some real low fish. You talking about grouper? The grouper's a low fish. Yeah. Catfish is even lower. <laughs> I love catfish though. <laughs> I'm a big fan of catfish. It's the first fish I ever had. Yeah, I used to have it when I was in uh, New Orleans. It's uh-huh. different. To love eating catfish. You're in country then. Yeah, if we just
1: put bread, put breading on it, stuff it with all kinds of onions. What kind of what kind of onions? The purples, the whites, all those onions,
2: all kinds of good
1: onions stuffed yeah, in a catfish so gullet. Yep, it would yep. be oniony.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a cool lunch. Are though. we back? Yeah, we're back. Okay. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network. My guest is is Tim Meadows. Yay. Needs no needs no introduction, but he got one. Tim, Meadows. do I sound
1: okay? You sound great. I've been because I've had a cold. I went to oh, Detroit. I and couldn't I, tell really, and I had a cold, and now I'm getting it's. And and then I I gave it to um, a girlfriend. Oh, my okay. girlfriend. Yeah. I, yeah. And so we both had this horrible cough for the past, like, week or so. Do you get sick when you travel a lot? Mm. I try to... I don't get that sick. I Occasionally will get sick at home and right. then take it on the road. Oh, really? But I hardly ever get sick on the road.
0: I used to get sick a lot when I was traveling because you, you party too much and you get tired. Yeah. It's always when you get exhausted you get sick. That's this thing where... I just hate it so much. I just It's almost not even... I don't like to even party when I travel that much now because I feel like if I get sick because of this...
1: You forget that you need to be well to do your job on the road. I mean, you're on the road working. That's what you're doing. So I try to remember that. I I actually don't do a lot. I I watch TV all day. I lay in the bed all day. I usually will have one meal.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: One meal? One meal. Well, so what...
0: This is interesting, one meal. Yeah. How long has been that been going on? One meal.
1: It's been going on for about maybe three or four years. Really? Now. Yeah.
0: You think is that a function of your metabolism at this stage in life that you are, or do you feel like it's sort of a trick that everyone can do?
1: Well, I don't I don't think it's a trick because there would be some like <laughs> magical ending to it. I don't yeah. know what I don't have. But what happens I I'm a creature of habit. Okay. So I don't know what happened. Maybe but I've become used to not eating, only having coffee in the day when I'm on the road.
0: So, this is on the road for doing, when you're doing stand up stand and up. stuff. Yeah, okay.
1: And then I'll eat a Caesar salad with the dressing on the side with chicken okay. on the side. And then I'll eat that around five o'clock. Really? Yeah.
0: How do you not eat until then?
1: I don't know. I'm just not Jeez. hungry. You're I think not hungry it's just nerves. Wow. Then I eat that mm-hmm. and then I'll have. A coffee before I ha- go to the show. What
0: kind of coffee are we talking about here? We're talking about like a drip, mm. an espresso.
1: I tr- I used to have mochas, but then okay. I, I tried to cut down on my the sugar. Yeah. So the now I just have. Good. I try to have a double espresso. Got it. With I'm, a little brown sugar, a little cream. I'm the same way. Really? I love.
0: Th- well, not not everything you just said, but I do do the uh, do the espresso before the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of times I'll have a cigarette. Yeah. I do that because. Does that I,
1: calm you down. Or it,
0: I think you it up? calms me down, and it helps me think. At least I think it does. So
1: cigarettes are good.
0: I, I think I've, I've been hearing a lot that they're pretty good these days. I've been hearing that they're good <laughs> in moderation. It's sort of like dessert, yeah. where you don't have it with lunch, but it's okay to have it with dinner.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Somebody told me that there was no um, research on smoking under five cigarettes a day.
0: That's probably true, actually, because I think that. What's the point? Because there's almost no one who does that. I'm think, one of the few people who do it. I don't. I smoke one a day at the absolute most. Yeah. Absolute most. Maybe two if I'm like. I don't know. But if I smoke Under two a lot of in it, yeah. Or but if I do smoke two, the next day I probably will smoke zero.
1: Yeah. Good for you. Yeah.
0: Thanks, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I I will indulge occasionally. Like especially if I'm on the road. Yeah. I feel like that's because sometimes after shows I'm I I need. Oh, you need to you need to fizzle to like chill out.
0: Yeah, that's such a weird thing after they need to have some sort of a. I guess they do have it. Like, you go out, usually you go out to eat or something with people. Mm. But there's like a thing I with your like brain. People. Yeah, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> I don't like people. I don't like new strength. I don't need any new friends. <laughs> no. no. No new friends, please. Yeah. No new
0: friends.
1: That's what I put on my door.
0: No new friends? No
1: new friends, please. Don't come knocking.
0: That's what those new creative, like, door hangers at hotels say. You know how they have that crap where it's, um...
1: You try to be funny
0: now. Yeah. That's... I hate that more than almost anything. It's the thing where it's... Sometimes you don't even know what they're saying. It's like, um... Um, I'm not sure. Or maybe, uh... How about no? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um...
0: I'm taking a chill pill.
1: Yeah. When it's really cute. Ugh. I yeah, if it's not, it has to be more direct. Like in, in uh, Vegas, they're more sexy. Like, yeah. Don't come, don't you know? Don't the come, room a- cause the, <laughs> don't come cause the room is rocking the don't come knocking because the room is rocking, like at hard at the Hard Rock or something.
0: It'd be great if you replace them with it says, uh, "I am please please in the room, I am dead or like, <laughs> like a dead body in here." <laughs>
1: Having sex with prostitute, don't open door.
0: Come in, I will shoot you. <laughs> you will be murdered if you enter. And f- murdered
1: and forgotten. Sin happening in here. Sin. Sin. But you know, uh, I don't know when they started doing that. that. Somebody, I wonder who the first person thought, thought that was going to be.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's got to be like a boutique hotel, probably someplace. Yes,
1: exactly. Oh,
0: do you need some extra slack? No, I'm good. Okay, I'm just making sure, you know, because we we just really got into it, and you have a chance. Some I mean, people like to get their bearings, you know, like the right. to move things around or just check the exits and stuff. I'm cool. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's funny, interesting that my um, girlfriend does that. Does what? She does like that kind of stuff.
0: Well, she checks, like...
1: No, she's a, she, she's a maid at <laughs> the, the, the hotel. <laughs>
0: That's how you guys met. She misinterpreted yeah, she... <laughs> the door tag and came in on you. It's like, okay, well, this is going to work.
1: Yeah, so it was great. We hit it off and ordered room service. Yeah. She was cool. No, she does, like, marketing okay. thing, uh, for a for Fairmount hotel in, right, Can- in okay. Canada. Oh, right, okay. I've been there. Really?
0: Yes, Oh, wow. That's so weird. I, yeah, I was, isn't it? It's like a chain. It's like the big hotels, right? The big, like the ones made of stone. Yes. That like Teddy Roosevelt would stay at or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um,
1: Those places are the best. They're nice, yeah. But she does that kind of stuff. The mark. you know. Oh, so like that's the, cool. In house marketing things and. Uh, Fair amount. So every, yeah. I, I see a lot of her stuff and she's good. Nice. But I, I should ask her. Yeah. Like who was the first person to do the funny. Doorknob thing.
0: It's got to be the W, I figure. Maybe the W or some boutique hotel in like Portland, mm-hmm. where it's just, oh, that, that, that's everyone else it's on the internet. Where even like a website will say, "I'm um, sorry, check back later." We're, I'm sorry, we're having an issue. We're ha- we're having a little moment. Mm-hmm. Like you're a fucking computer, man. <laughs> just tell me what's. Just tell me something. Don't make me. Yeah. Like, don't try to be like me. I'm the I'm the human here.
1: Hey, did you see that thing with Facebook, the computer that was like hooked up to face? It's like part of Facebook, and it's a it's artificial AI? one. Yes. Oh. But it started talking to another website, and oh. they came up with their own language. Yeah. The two comu- I heard
0: about this. I didn't. I just heard about it. I didn't read anything. Yeah, in I haven't depth read the it. whole
1: story, but I I saw um, <clears throat> someone send me a link to. The How story. recently was that? This was like a I think last week. Damn. I think it, They had to break it, break them up. Over the weekend <laughs> to
0: break them up. What were they doing? Up. Like they were ge- randomly generating door tags that
1: didn't make any sense. They were talking to each other, Facebook God. and some other website. Yeah, That's but creepy. they created their own language. Wow, isn't that a trip? Yeah, two computers. They decided to to like only communicate with each other. That's
0: nuts. Yeah, that means there's going to be a lot more of that coming soon. I feel like.
1: Yeah, it's kind of Our- it's daunting. Our phones will be talking to each other.
0: Yeah, maybe they are right now. We don't even know. They're talking yeah. to Russia. Do your kids get into that stuff? They have super into technology? Or uh, um, will they, like, confuse you?
1: It, the thing that amazes that they are good at, I don't know, the only thing that's been remarkable is how quick they can go through video games. <laughs> like I'd like buy, I I'd beat them? Yes. Like yeah. they would, like, play them, and then they'd be like, okay, I'm done with that, like, wow. two days into it.
0: I mean, they beat the game.
1: Yeah, they finish all of the levels or whatever. Yeah. That's so. that's
0: just crazy. I can't. I get. Tr- I have trouble with that because I start to have dreams mm-hmm. that are related to the game. I feel like I'm being haunted by this thing at every waking moment. Mm-hmm. Like I see it when I close my eyes, wherever I go, and then when I, you know, when I close my eyes to sleep, it just it's always there. I hate mm-hmm.
1: it. Do you still play video games?
0: I do. I don't play a lot. I play a lot of. I play occasionally. I play this game called Overwatch. You heard of that game?
1: It sounds kind of boring, but explain <laughs> it to me.
0: It's this game by Blizzard, the people who make that game, World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. But it's like an uh, online multiplayer game. Like, uh, it's like Call of Duty, right. except it's not like Call of Duty. It's like these really colorful sort of space characters. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's, mm. it's, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's also incredibly popular. It's like the most popular thing that I've ever been a part of. Wow. It's it's nuts. People are obsessed with it. Hmm. There's like 17 different characters. Everything I'm saying right now, Mm -hmm. if someone hears it, they're gonna. If they play the game, there's just the corrections will come rolling in. (laughs) Just like he he described it as that. No, it's not that. No, oh
1: god. Anything he got right was the title.
0: Yes, live to tape podcast at Gmail. Send your corrections, complaints. L i v e t o T-A-P-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. There don't you go. Look
1: at, don't look at me.
0: I was just, I don't know. I was looking. I was trying to help. Help me, Tim. Help me think of the email.
1: Um, I yeah. don't play video games at all, if you, you, you were wondering.
0: I thought you did. No? Never.
1: No, I did when I was younger. Right. I was really into, you know, like back in the day, like Pac-Man and yeah. Ms. Pac-Man. And I loved Ga- Galaga. or Galaga. Galaga? Yeah.
0: That's a good one.
1: That one was my obsession. <laughs> I loved that game. Did I you could... play
0: it like at a at a Seven Eleven or yeah. A, really?
1: Yeah, like at a, it was at, really at a bus stop in the, out in the suburbs. Where Detroit? It was in Royal Oak, Michigan.
0: Okay, so like what year would that be? Um,
1: eighty one maybe. So
0: what were you doing, right, About what were you doing what at was that I time? Do? I was. In your
1: uh, life? I worked for a bank. A bank called First of America. I think was the name of it. And, the first bank, yeah, it was the first of America that's cool. Bank. That's cool. I mean, you I... can make a title of anything. <laughs> <laughs> America's bank.
0: America's America's bank.
1: But I worked in this. Yeah, I lived in Detroit, but I worked in Royal Oak, so I had to take a bus out there for work.
0: But you're fr- you grew up in Detroit. Yeah. Grew yeah. Up that's in like your. That's like where you're <clears throat> born. Mm-hmm. That's still where. That's like, that's Tim. Yeah. Tim's from Tim's a Detroiter. Mm.
1: A lot of people think I'm from Chicago because, I because of, you know, yeah, because Second City, right? But yeah, I uh, am from Detroit, and I'm actually getting ready to move back. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm. um,
0: Like move like full time.
1: Yeah, as yeah, I'm waiting for my kids to finally
0: (laughs) (laughs) to finally what?
1: No, (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm like sounds like I'm blaming my kids (laughs) for my. Like, uh, from holding me back. My kids are holding me back, Johnny. What are they doing? No, they're just being young and not graduated. They have, I'm waiting for them to graduate from high school okay. in Chicago. Yeah. Because that's where we live, mainly. You want to
0: uproot them. Yeah, right. I want
1: them to finish, you know, I, yeah, I've lived in the same place for the past, like, 12 years or so. Right. So they're used to that place in Chicago, but once the youngest one graduates from high school, I'm going to mainly be in Detroit. Nice. And then I'll come out here for work, and
0: so you have like a pl- you'll have like some pl- a place out here, yes. but you'll spend most of your time in Detroit. In Detroit. It's like a cool time to be there now, right? Because isn't it? Yeah. And I've I've only been there once or twice, and I was there for a show. I was just there really quickly, so I didn't get to like see a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I uh, know I know people who've spent a lot of time there. And they're saying how it's like sort of like this. Um, Like an urban renaissance of sorts.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. And having been born there, it's interesting to see it now because it's like an edgy, hip city on the rise. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of like hipness to it. Like, you know,
0: like a lot of repurposing, right? There's a lot of things. Someone was telling me about some beautiful old building that's now, it's like just a coffee shop, but it's this place that looks like. It's like a, a hundred-year-old bank or something. Yeah. I think it's America's first bank, actually.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I worked <built> there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was the <laughs> place that Tim worked.
1: There's this place called the David Whitney Building, which is like... It was an office building that they turned into a hotel. Okay. That's really sweet architecture. Um, I
0: gotta go. Should I do a Detroit vacation and buy like yeah.
1: a, a vacant lot? Well, that would be... Interesting.
0: Is it the time to buy there? It is. It's the time to buy?
1: The time to buy was like five years ago. Really? (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) That's when you you get like... You you can get lots for like a dollar.
0: Damn. How fast has it gone up since then? A lot, huh?
1: Well, you can still... I think you can still buy really cheap...
0: Compared to Los Angeles, Yes,
1: where it's... But you don't want to live there. You know what I'm saying? But... um, The place I'm going to buy... In the past, maybe three or four years, it's tripled in cost. In wow, cost.
0: That's that's a pretty fast, big bounce back. I guess yeah. you could say. It's
1: or either I'm just for... being taken to the bank <laughs> by the seller. <laughs> they're
0: they're making you pay for the your shoddy shoddy workmanship at America's first. <laughs>
1: How dare getting, you? It's somebody getting getting me back. But no, I did. I worked at the bank, and I I used to drive a car for the bank too.
0: Really. What? Yeah. Why would? What, what does a bank need a car <laughs> driver for? Uh,
1: because back in those days, they didn't. It all wasn't done on computer. Okay. So when you cashed a bank a check at the bank, or made a deposit, mm-hmm. it had to be physically added by women sitting around right. doing accounting. So I used to go to like six or seven branches, pick up oh. all the cash checks and deposits, drop them off at the accounting. Section of the bank, and then go and do that again. I would do it like two or three times. Do you day. have to
0: have like a weapon with you? No, <laughs> be I,
1: I, I was my weapon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tim Meadows, Meadows' weapon.
1: I had to like Weaponry. register my hands and feet with the government.
0: That was the greatest uh, thing that I remember believing, actually believing as a kid. Do you know that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme actually has to? He has to register as a. Mm-hmm. He can't fly because his his fists are considered <laughs> weapons.
1: Yeah, right. Oh
0: wow! I want to be a weapon. <laughs> I want to. What do I got to do to be a weapon?
1: But I wonder, do if you get a black belt in karate, do you have to register with the police that you're, a, you know, that you're a weapon? Maybe you do. That you have the ability to kill with your hands.
0: I think you do get in trouble if you start a fight, though. If you hurt someone in like a bar fight and you have you're to like tell a, them. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to give them a little card beforehand <laughs> to say, "Excuse me, you know people have bad food allergies. They had a little card they gave to the sh- to the waiter. It says Yeah. These are my allergies." It's the yeah. same thing right before.
1: That'd be funny.
0: Multiple languages?
1: Yeah. You have to give to give somebody a card just to warn them. "I'm I'm a re- I'm not registered. I'm actually not registered."
0: I don't like that one. You don't like this one? Wait, no. what do you want? One like this? Let me see it. And uh, no you want to hire
1: is it yeah do you, do you have like it? helium
0: there you go
2: helium All right,
0: that's a little better how about that
2: how about that too you like that, that okay for you too? yeah that's better is that better okay fine okay, good. So, so, uh, uh, you were talking about how you were from Detroit, and Detroit's
0: a cool place. You love Detroit. You're going to move back there, but, you know, Chicago is a good place,
2: too. It's a great place. I love Chicago. I love love the loop. Love going down. Love the bread. Great breads in Chicago. Got to have that Italian beef. We're talking about Chicago again. I do love Chicago. Lincoln Park is the nice area where I live presently. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a lot of cool things there. Trees. I love trees. Do you? Yeah, I'm a big... I, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm a huge fan of trees. I if, didn't know that. If I see a tree, I'm going to look at it. Really? And I'll look at it for longer than the tree wants to be looked at, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People... Yeah, I've I've heard people say they like trees, but nobody ever really, like, brags about it like you just did. Yeah, I know. That's how I am. Is there anything else from nature you like to stare at? Um... Pretty much any sort of naked body. That's nature. Yeah. But that's not, not that's not not, not nature. But yeah. No. Trees? Just, trees. Yes, I mean, like things that grow out of the ground. Maybe like a little plant, like a pre-tree? So you like to look at a pre-tree? huh a little pre-tree, a little, little sapling. Yeah, those are cute. Uh-huh. I stepped on that sapling one time. I felt so bad. When was this? this was about, I was a sapling, because I was about eight years old. OK. I saw growing out of the ground, and I thought, I wonder about what... Uh-oh. Oh. And I stepped on it as I was thinking about stepping on it. So I guess I did it subconsciously. Everybody really wanted to kill it. Did, did you kill it? You might be surprised, because trees are pretty strong, actually. Yeah, this one wasn't. Okay, so you you, you guaranteed it's death. Yes, I can guarantee it. I have a certificate. Oh, you do? What is, you, know what it's, you know what a death certificate of a tree is? Uh, piece of wood. Bark. <laughs> a slice of bark. Yeah, piece of wood. <laughs> oh, what you doing with that death certificate? Oh, making a fence out of it. Yeah. I love trees. Sometimes I look at the moon. One time I was in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And I was laying out at night. On the ground? On the ground. On gravel or grass? It was grass. It was grass. Grass bowl. Okay. It was gravelly, gravelly grass. That's true. Yeah. That old gravelly grass. (laughs) And uh, it was night. Uh huh. And I was looking up at stars, and I could not believe how beautiful the universe is. Uh (laughs) Because some people think it's like shitty and ugly. Yeah. I'm not like that. You love the universe. I think it's the most beautiful thing in the universe. Is the stars or the gal the Milky Way or the galaxy? The whole galaxy. Okay, you're into the galaxy. Some yeah. people like the universe, some people like the galaxy. I, yeah, like, I the- like the galaxy. I like the galaxy. is yeah. for birds. Okay. Well oh, like birds the- that's interesting. interesting. Is a galaxy in the universe or the universe in the galaxy? The galaxy is in the universe. Okay, the universe is all the all encompassing. That's infinity. Infinity, yes. Yeah. And even areas that we don't know about that exist outside of our knowledge. Uh huh. All right, can I have another ship of this tea? Let's Go for it. You. Thank you. I'm sweet tea. <laughs>
1: Wipe
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> you used to play trumpet, right?
1: Uh, saxophone.
0: Saxophone. Ugh, I was going to say, I'm surprise! Yeah. you have a saxophone
1: in here. I, yeah, I played sax. And, uh, I, I was a woodwind um, aficionado oh, yeah. in high school.
0: You started with the clarinet, though? Isn't that a thing? People start with the clarinet, right?
1: Some people start with clarinet or flute. I started with the alto sax. Okay. And then I started playing tenor baritone, soprano, saxes. Then I learned how to play the clarinet and the flute. Oof. And then my music teacher in high school said, could you learn how to play the oboe for Ooh. the symphony, high school symphony?
0: Oboe's a cool sound.
1: Yeah, it's hard to play. It's two reeds put together. I didn't know so that. It's not a mouthpiece. So, But I did. So one day, and it's a true story, I was took the oboe home and I was practicing and I had a mirror across from me and I was looking at my fingering. I was looking at myself. And I looked at myself and I said, you are the biggest fucking nerd <laughs> in the world right now. Really? <laughs> yes. Just the sight of me playing an oboe. I had glasses. Oops, sorry. Oh,
0: that's okay.
1: I had glasses okay. and I was already, I was thin, like, you know. And then I said, that's it. I told my music teacher, I said, this is the last instrument I'm learning how to play. <laughs> and then I quit. I I kept playing I could still play, but then after I got out of high school and into college, I sort of quit playing everything. Well, how old were you then when that happened? Yeah,
0: yeah, sixteen probably. So just because you look dorky, you're like no moss.
1: Yeah, I didn't think playing the oboe was going to improve my love life in high
0: school. Oh, so you it was it was like a desperation sort of thing.
1: Yes, because even I'm trying like, to
0: find an oboe track to play, but all I think I can find is Eric Dolphy. I think he was playing a bass clarinet. What's yeah. the difference between a bass clarinet oboe. and an oboe? They're pretty close, aren't they?
1: They are close. Bass clarinet is bigger and it, it has a mouthpiece. I think it has a plastic mouthpiece. It does in it. Um, it? Does see? I know my. I know my. See, manage. I don't know it. Like, this is. Uh, the think clarinet, uh, <laughs> right. Isn't this? as uh, not Out I think to think Lunch? Train maybe played the oboe or something? He
0: did. Wear like an African brass or something.
1: In some way, some like experimental.
0: Who is it? Hold on.
1: Who is this? This
0: is Eric Dolphy. Yeah, okay. This is from Out to Lunch. Yeah, this is. That's basically that. Yes. Ooh, sounds that so bass good. Line. <laughs> sounds like a little like those elephants from Pinocchio. They're all high. Yeah. It's like we're we're on LSD. Hey man, LSD.
1: And I just imagine a 15-, 16-year-old Tim Meadows practicing that in a mirror.
0: I think it sounds badass to me. I'd sleep with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're easy. You're way too easy.
0: Well, you probably need to be with some, like, women who are twice your age at that point, Mm. who would appreciate the dedication to the the
1: instrument. Well, the thing is, like, I was in a jazz band, and playing the sax, chicks dug it. Yeah. Because, you know, like, you'd get a solo during the, oh, you know, and stand you, up. So you got to stand up and jam. You
0: had to blast it.
1: And I used to just kick behind. I could play really, and I could, once I got to the point where I learned how to solo and mm-hmm. express myself and still stay within the chord structures right. of the song, I was on it. And then my father gave me a... um Album of uh, Charlie Parker.
0: What album was it? Do you remember what it was? It
1: was like a greatest hits. Okay. And I was, and I realized like I will never be this good, and I I sort of that was the other nailed in the coffin of me. Was that quitting po- music?
0: Was that post or pre Nerd in the Mirror?
1: That was post Nerd in the Mirror. Okay. Because I could still play, and actually, like even after high school, I still played in bands. Yeah. From with friends from high school. Right. And so I was, you know. I, guess I was still playing, but then after I heard Charlie Parker, I was like, it's, "I can't even I can't even play half this good on my best day." He was nuts. And, and, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I can imagine how pe- like guitarists who like hear Hendrix, or like Clapton, and like back in the day had to be yeah. just like, "Holy crap!"
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely I <clears throat> I played bass, so this not doesn't have quite the same comparison in terms of like virtuosity. You have mm-hmm. like Jaco Pastorius the same time Stanley as Clark. Stanley Clark. But also a lot of that stuff that's super virtu... I never say that word Virtuoso?
1: Right. Yeah. Virtuos? Vir-
0: virtuostic, virtuistic, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, the older I get, the less impressed I am with it. Really? Yeah, because I feel like... I think about someone like Lester Young, right? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't play much. He played like very few things. Mm-hmm. But his stuff... I was reading some story once about Lester Young in a sax contest, right? Mm-hmm. Some sort of a... Like a solo contest, Mm -hmm. like a, and he'd always win, and he'd always beat all these guys like Ben Webster and stuff because, it wasn't the other guys could play circles around him, but Mm he would go out there and he would just lay down some real solid stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was more impressive because it was like there's this confidence in the tone as opposed to like oh how many notes can I play in a second right right which is like. I, I can I see why people get impressed with that. Usually, it's like drums. Like, oh, look at that drummer! He's mm-hmm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. But then, like, oh well, he's not playing with the band. Mm-hmm. So, what's so great about this guy who can do all this crap? Yeah. I, mean, I feel like that's why kids are usually the virtuosos. Just, they're like, it's like about it's a physical thing as opposed to being a like a musical thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd heard the story about... You ever heard of Gene Ammons? Yeah, I don't
0: know much about him, though, but...
1: Yeah, he's a tenor sax, mainly. And he came up, I guess, like, mid-60s, early, like, you know, like, mid... But I heard the story that... And I, like, love his... I love the way he plays and stuff, too. But that he went to jail for, like, a few years. And then when he was in jail, he didn't play sax anymore and didn't listen to jazz and then when he came out of jail he still had the same style right that he had so his style didn't didn't change what other other people yeah so he was still playing this like cool sort of like like 50s yeah 1950s sort of sax wow um and he's great he's one of my favorites too i like him in uh uh, who else? Uh, Dexter Gordon. Dexter Gordon. I yeah, that's, that's
0: like that's the cool school, right? West Coast jazz.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dexter Gordon Dexter like Gordon. left, like he was in New York. He sort of traveled a lot, but he went to he was in Paris yeah, in Europe for a long time.
0: Isn't he the actor who, well, the musician who's in um,
1: Round Midnight? Yeah. Yes. That's Dexter Gordon, right? Yeah.
0: So he would. Who else? Would, he would hang out with a bunch of those other guys. All the beat the beat dudes are all about, right? Dexter Gordon. I want to say not Hank Crawford. That's like a more bluesy guy. There's a there's a bunch of those guys who are, West wise Yeah, they're like West Coast dudes, West Coast jazz oh, players. Oh,
1: like S- Stan Getz. Yeah, or Stan like, Getz. Um, I
0: think there's a trumpet player I always think about. I think of uh, what's his name? White dude with yeah, the uh. Char- uh the, he's got the real crazy bone structure. People yes. love him.
1: And he played with Elvis Costello. Did he? Yeah, he did. Uh, I didn't
0: realize that. Chet Baker.
1: Chet Baker. Yeah. Yeah, he played on. He, yeah, he played on. Uh, Almost Blue, the song by Elvis Costello. Okay. Yeah.
0: I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, he has a cooler, even more heroiny sound than Miles yeah. Davis. <laughs>
0: yeah, that <laughs> if guy. If anybody
1: could be more mellow than Miles Davis.
0: You just look at that guy. He just looks like he's marked for death.
1: Yeah. He looks but he's even, s- so thin. I don't think he ever went through a period of being clean, though.
0: He didn't, did no. he? he? He didn't last that long either, did he?
1: No. And when he died, mm-hmm. this classic story is like, you know, he he when he died— people thought he was older than he actually was because yeah. he was so
0: that was the same with charlie parker <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. they
0: thought he died at 35 and the coroner thought he was 55 yeah he didn't know him. yeah <laughs> 55 but charlie parker late charlie parker i mean, he looks like he looks like a like a oh he just looks puffy he's yeah. so puffy he looks like he can't breathe yeah like, you know you ever seen like a rat that got into some decon yeah. <laughs> it looks like that. Like so Come puff. on, man. We Charlie like, Parker. I'm, he looks so puffed up like he's got internal bleeding.
1: <laughs> he was sick. He Don't was very mean?
0: sick. Yeah. I love the guy.
2: Uh,
0: I was thinking about uh, rela- that song he has, Relaxing at Camarillo. That's mm-hmm. the, where the mental institution is up in, uh, oh, really? in Camarillo. Yeah. So there's, anytime there's, I drive north and go by Camarillo, I always think, like, what a funny— song yeah. they have. It. Yeah, I'm just, just relaxing the Camarillo right here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or that, what's that song, uh, Manny the Mooch? Mm-hmm. I think that was supposedly about uh, a drug dealer he had who was in a wheelchair. Hmm. And he'd keep all the drugs underneath the cushion yeah. His,
1: yeah,
0: in his, his chair.
1: Yeah. Hey, nobody writes songs about their drug dealers anymore.
0: Uh, maybe they do, but I don't know about <laughs> it. People are too scared.
1: Well, maybe they are, and I'm just not hip enough to know that that's actually happening.
0: I feel like if I even ask anybody for drugs now, I feel like I'm a narc. Mm. If I ever like, oh, I want something that's not the normal. Yeah. Which is almost never. But whatever I do, I feel like I, It's like how do you say if you say you're not a narc? That's what a narc would say. Right. But at the same time, mm. I want to dispel anything, any, any idea that I'm seeking to. Like hey things aren't going well for Pemberton. He's he's turned informant. <laughs> <laughs> he's turned his acting skills to the FBI uh-huh. so he can uh, it's like j you're yeah, damn if you do, damn if you
1: don't. You shouldn't lead off with I'm not a narc when yeah. you're asking to buy drugs from people. Hey,
0: hey just so you know I'm not a narc. Um <laughs> but I'm looking for I don't know what you call it now, is it called do you call it Yayo yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, those days are way in the past. But yeah. now, like even for, for me, I just feel like anything that I want now is legal. Right. So I don't I don't feel like the anxiety... Even though I still do have an anxiety, like, even the legal aspect of it. Right. Like, if, you, like if you're in Seattle or something oh, like that. Oh, it still feels weird. It's yeah, always it going to feel weird, weird, you know? And I feel like I just want to get out of there, too. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's much better than, like, when you had to go buy weed from people. Like, I, I love it so much more because I used to hate having to pretend to listen to the drug oh, story. Oh, you got to hang out while his girlfriend talks about her audition or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. You got
1: to act interested. Okay. Or...
0: Uh-huh. Yep, definitely. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it's the worst.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. uh <laughs> I love your iguana. Great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One time, this, me and a friend of mine back in Chicago, we were getting stoned at a, another guy's house who I worked with like at a regular job. Right, And then this guy got into telling us a story about the longest bong he ever took a hit on. And me and my buddy from, we were laughing to each other. We just kept trying to egg him on, like continue to talk about the bong and stuff. And he was just like, you know, and it's one of our like running jokes of like, because he was going like, no, it was like a six foot bong. And like, but it had attachments that I could like uh, put onto it. And so like, I could like, you know, I could literally sit on the second floor of my apartment and put the bong outside the window. <laughs> we were just like... And we riffed about the long bong story for years. For years.
0: Uh, it is great when you can get someone to... When you can, like, fuck with someone without them knowing you're fucking with them, but yes. in an encouraging way. Yeah. Like, keep going, keep going.
1: Because yeah. my buddy was like... <laughs> Beltsman is who Mark Beltsman. he was like so what color was it (laughs) oh it was like blue and then uh one of the attachments was like red so it looked weird because it was like red and blue you know and we just kept asking him questions like well who would fill the bong if it was like you know oh well like my I did with my friend like my friend would be at one end and we'd be like hey get the bong, get ready you know this is me and Mark riffing and just getting we made each other laugh about that so it was so funny. If
0: you do it enough, especially with a stoner, you can go back to the first line of questioning because it's been you forgotten. Yeah. Yes. Wait. So how big was it again?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, some guy we used to do that too, and it, we get so <laughs> pissed off. But I just like if you're like, what? I'm sorry. I, I just I, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like okay, fine. Yeah. I kind of live with my brother a lot. Mm-hmm. Like my brother will. He texted me the other day about this. Um, going to the Oshkosh Air Show, which is, he's really into airplanes. He's yeah. like an airplane dork. Yeah. It's this place in Wisconsin. It's a massive air Younger show. Younger brother? Younger brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he looks older. He has gray hair, gray sideburns. Yeah. And he's bigger than me, too. Like, physically. Physically stronger.
1: But he was talking about the air show. Yeah, and
0: he's, I'm like, Jeff, can you email me? He's like, no, just, just put it in your calendar now. I'm like, Jeff, email me. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I won't. He just refuses to... Like, just fucking, you want me to go? I'm not going to fucking go unless you he, email me the yeah, thing. Yeah, And he's just like, well, why? Why don't I just email you when you can just write it down now? I just I just told you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, what are you doing right now that's so important you can't, like, yeah. it's like this weird sort of, like, personal pride that doesn't exist. So stupid. My,
1: my kids laugh now. My son, I, Julian, who is 14, he loves to... He remembers things that make me mad. Yeah. And then he'll bring them up out of the clear blue sky. Uh-huh. And then I'll get mad about it. And then he'll look at me and start laughing. <laughs> and I I figured it out one day because we went to this, like, we stopped to have, like, a lunch. And it was a place that made soup and sandwiches and coffee and blah, blah, blah. So I walk in and I go, oh, I'll take whatever the soup of the day is. And the woman goes, oh, we're out of soup today. Sorry, we had... And I go, oh, okay, well, all right, well, let's, we'll go somewhere else. And then I got in the car, and I was like, how do they not have soup? I was talking to him. (laughs) I mean, it's soup. I mean, that's the only thing they serve that's any good. And he was like, I know, it's crazy, you know. (laughs) And then we were driving, we ate somewhere else, and then later we were just hanging, we were going somewhere else, and he goes... Hey, Dad, what about that restaurant that didn't have soup today? And I go, I know! How can they not have soup? And then I looked in the rearview mirror, and he was laughing his ass off. And then I I had to pull over because I started laughing because I saw what he was doing. And then he'll do it. He's done it a couple other times, too, where he just, like, he'll bring up something that I got upset about just to watch me get mad. It's kind of funny
0: when someone does it to you because you kind of realize... All the thi- Almost anything you get mad at is probably not worth getting yes. mad about. Yeah. If you step back and look at yourself, you look so dumb. Yeah. It's like so dumb to get mad about small things. Yeah. But it's also the funniest thing ever, too. And, you're
1: just, and I enjoy it, too. I mean, I enjoy it. And I think it, even in comedy, too. Yeah. Like seeing a character being upset over something that's not that big of a deal right. is one of my—I think it's hysterical. Yeah. You know?
0: Is that sort of uh, what was like? some one of the first characters you did when you were first starting off at Second City? Do you remember any of those characters?
1: Uh, first character I probably did. I did. I mean, Farley and I did these uh, characters that was based on the idea that w- we both hated when people took their jobs too seriously. Right. And so
0: <laughs> it's the same kind of thing, basically. Yeah. yeah so,
1: it is. It yeah, is. That's funny. Um. And so, we, yeah, we played these two, like, uh, guards at Wrigley Field who wouldn't let people in, like, to come in, come into the backfield, you know, to see the players or see anybody. Yeah. It was always like, all right, I need an ID. What's your name? ID, please. All right. Look at the ID. Look at your face. All right. this, uh, I don't know. You don't look exactly like the person on this. Sorry, you got to go to the back of the line. You know, that kind of person, yeah. you know. And you just go, no, man. I'm just here. Like, my name is on the list. I can see my name on the list. You know, uh, it's
0: such a it's like a power trip thing. Yes,
1: yeah. exactly. So, yeah. So that, I mean, that was like one of the first characters I did. That's cool. On yeah, and then yeah. I mean, I I really most of the I didn't really like do characters like mm-hmm. when I was starting out as much as I would like do things that fit into the improv thing that we were doing. Yeah. So if it was like. You know, we need a nutty waiter, or you know, I would do it, and then I would develop things later on after I found out what I was doing. You know what I mean? I don't even know if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I mean, but I feel like the stuff I've seen you do, and when I first saw you on SNL when I was, you know, when that was on, when Mm -hmm. I was watching that, Mm -hmm. um, it always seems like all your characters that I, the ones I remember the most, are these characters that sort of. Like have like a weird point of view, like maybe they're like a few seconds behind, or just like, kind of like, mm-hmm. like this guy who's, like, how did you think that was the truth?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: how did you think? How did you think to pronounce that word wrong? Kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Which is so funny to me because you can you play it so straight.
1: Yeah.
0: It's this thing where there's not even like a trace of uh, of awareness. You don't see it, and mm-hmm. it's so funny because it just. I mean, I can't think of, like, a specific example. I just feel like it's, like, a thing that throughout all of the comedy that, that you do that's so great.
1: Yeah. Well, was that
0: something that, like, sort of just, like, came naturally to you? Because it's, like, an extension of how you feel like you are normally? Or do you think that's something you had to cultivate?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I kind, I think, I, you know, I mean, if I was to say I know what you're talking about right. and I and I do that and I'm aware that I'm doing that. I don't. I would be lying, because I don't. I'm not aware of those choices that I make all the time. I guess I'm thinking about like
0: from the show we did. That show called Son of Zorn. Yes,
1: <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, me too. That I, sh- I watched all twelve <laughs> episodes. <laughs>
0: Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, because uh, your character Craig, that was he. Was, that was like a. I feel like that was like a a very epitome of, like, a Tim Meadows character, wasn't it? Did mm-hmm. it find the way for you? Because everything you did in that show was well, soup, very natural. And Craig would say stuff sometimes that would just kill me because it's just stuff that was really simple. Like, I'm just trying to think of something, like, a concrete example. Something about, like, oh, 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 I love soup. What, what did you oh, say? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah stuff, no, like just like, really dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, the yeah. earnestness. The earnestness of sort of yeah. having... Like it's not a, he's not a simple person, but he's a person who doesn't quite understand. He's not quite as savvy yeah. as other
1: people. I kind of saw that character as, like he he didn't realize that he was not hip, mm-hmm. and he but he thought of, of himself as a very hip dude or or like together person until he actually talked about it out loud, uh-huh. and then he would start having questions about how how you know. Like the good example was the wedding, the toast when we were getting engaged, the engagement party, <laughs> yeah. and you we wanted to perform the glasses. <laughs> right. um, was that he, he when he you hear um, um, Edie Edie's <laughs> character read about Hines, how yeah. they, um, Sherl Hines, how they how they met and sort of he just. And he was. They dated. Next thing she know, they were living together, and now they're getting married. And I, I kind of saw that. That he was just sort of like, "Oh yeah, that is how it happened." And it was maybe that wasn't a great idea that we moved so quick. You know, uh-huh. that sort of got myself into this um, this world. But I kind of felt like, yeah, as as the the writers on the show got right. to know me, and I think they saw like. Things that they could do with me where they can make mm-hmm. me, my character, say weird things or not really fit but still be sort of likable. I think they started writing for that more.
0: Yeah. You know? I, I just, something about it, it, it's just seemed to me always <clears throat> to be this really, really natural thing that, I mean, it kind of goes, even goes back to what you're talking about with your, like your kids making fun of you, getting angry. I mm-hmm. feel like there's like, there's that element that's, in the character that when you play those characters, that it just really works because this thing mm. I don't know, there's like an honesty to the com- the comedy of it. That it, thanks, that uh, I think it's really unique. Thanks. But it's one of those things where I mean, do you do you think was there was like a point in time when you sort of felt like, um, well, obviously, you, you played music for a long time, so mm-hmm. you, that's like. Those are kind of, I think they're linked. Comedy and music have a large crossover. Yeah. But was there like a point in time when you sort of, I guess, realized that you were funny or that stuff that you did that you seemed <laughs> normal to you was uh-huh. people were thought it was funny? Like people laughing at you doing something and yeah. kind of innocuous? Well, that to me, that's where I, th- I think your comedy is that's so great because it's stuff where it's someone else doing it would not be funny, but you doing it, it's hilarious. Yeah, well, and thanks,
1: buddy. I, you know, I don't, like I said, I mean, I don't really think about it like that, you know? Like, I don't really, like, analyze and go, oh. I just, I know in the moment when I'm doing something that I'm, that I that feels warm and I feel good. Right. And I know when I'm doing stuff that I don't like and I don't like it. Yeah. Um,
0: But do you have any type of, like, memory or something, sort of maybe like a, a first time... I because what I guess what got you into something must have got you into comedy, right? Some is a reason you wanted to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I was like I was a huge fan of, of SNL mm-hmm. and National Lampoon and Monty Python, and I loved sketch comedy and stuff. And I think those things were the those were the and Mel Brooks also, you know. I think those kind of things were the th- influenced me to to think oh. It'd be great if I could do that. Yeah. Um, But with my friends, like in high school, my friends were the class president who was a smart guy, the quarterback of the football team, me, musician, and two other friends who were just... And the only thing we all had in common was that we got stoned together. Okay. And of those guys...
0: (laughs) I cool. was the
1: one who made everybody laugh. Okay. You know, and it was and it was because I was being influenced by SNL, and things that I was watching, because they didn't watch that stuff. Oh, they didn't? No. Really? And so oh. the only time, I remember the time I exposed everybody to SNL was when Richard Pryor hosted. Wow. And I taped it on a cassette tape. Yeah. And then I played it for my friends in our car. The we, audio? The audio, yeah. That's cool. I taped the audio, like, on a little cassette tape. And and then we all listened to it because it was Richard Pryor, uh-huh. and then you know. But then I I was in Steve Martin. I was in a like, I wasn't into like the, I don't even know what normal black comedy was, I don't know. at the time like Bill Cosby or yeah. you know, or whatever. But I we I loved Richard Pryor. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah. And so those friends would let me be ridiculous. You're just goofing. I was just goofing, yeah. And I would do prank phone calls, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To make them laugh. Yeah. Or I would do I would have interesting takes on things that were happening in school or whatever. This is high school we're talking about. High school. school yeah, high school. Yeah. And then and then uh yeah. You know, but I think professionally, like I kind of knew what I was I was on to something when I was doing improv in Detroit with uh, some friends of mine who were still mm-hmm. my friends. And we would just have shows, and I would just have a blast. How old were you then? Um, am 24, okay. something like that.
0: So that was the first sort of—you started with improv training in yeah. Detroit. Yeah. And that's what got you sort of like going into it like, oh, I, I want to do this more than just yes. casually.
1: Yes. yeah. And so there was a point my friend Mark beltsman. <clears throat> who's a second city guy moved out to Chicago and got hired right away for the touring company. Right. And then he was the one he was just told everybody in Detroit like you got to come here cuz there's different other schools, and yeah, theaters it's a and bigger scene. Bigger scene and these people and like we are, you're already a step ahead of everybody because you've been, we've been doing it for a couple years. Yeah,
0: you're not starting from scratch.
1: Yeah. And so that's what I did. I I um And then I always I tell the story occasionally but the thing that, that made it me made me pack my bags a couple things but the creatively I went and saw I was a big fan of The Talking Heads okay and Stop Making Sense yeah was out and I went and saw it like 5 times and I was driving home one night and I thought those guys were just college musicians at one time and then they decided we're going to we're going to go to New York and we're going to play as a band, and we're going to do this, you know? Right. We're not going into design or whatever.
0: Yeah, because they went to RISD, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, like, there was a day where they they had to make a decision, and they mm-hmm. said that's what they're going to do. And then I said to myself, and I remember this moment, driving in my Volkswagen, I go, I got to make that decision. Right. Like, it's time for me to, like, either do it or continue with college. Yeah. And then I said, okay, this is it. I'm moving to Chicago. And I I said, I'm going to give myself five years. Right. If if I'm not working professionally as an actor, in five years, I'm going to come back to college, finish, just become a copywriter or journalist or whatever. Right. And then five years, almost to the day. Are you serious? I was on Saturday Night Live.
0: That's crazy. Yeah,
1: because I I read the first article about improv Uh on my birthday. And then, yeah like what do you mean 5 you years you read
0: the first article what do you mean
1: I'd read an article about improv uh, on my birthday which was the introduction to those guys in Michigan in, in Michigan okay uh, it was introduction to the guy who was teaching improv Got it. in Detroit so yeah but but 5 years from the day that I left Chicago I should say yeah I was on SNL
0: so when and that was five years of the date. Would you have? You were working professionally before that, or no? You were doing so because you were on before s- SNL. Yeah, you were on the Second City team yeah. or whatever it was. I was right? on Second
1: City and on the main stage, and I wrote. We wrote shows together. Right. We did three reviews, but I was also like doing commercials. Yeah. in Chicago, and I would do like, you know, um, I did I did private like improv shows or whatever but I also model. Yeah,
0: I was I was trying to get you to say that cuz I know I know you told me this. but You told me this like it's sort of semi private. I was yeah. trying to say, I remember when you did tell it that one day, you said it with such hesitation. You were like, "I would do uh I would do some modeling." <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what? What do you mean? Like, yeah, I do some Molly, like, like mailmen, <laughs> yeah, saying, like, stuff like that, like, like catalog stuff, right? Yeah, I would do catalog <laughs> stuff,
1: and like I did, I did a whole series for like rider trucks.
0: Oh man, where
1: I was the guy, like pulling, you know, pulling, uh, moving your your apartment and stuff. Yeah, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and That's I did, cool. I did this one thing where it was cool because it, it was they needed somebody to to do this, uh, a left-handed hook shot <laughs> as if it was Carl Malone. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I think I could do that. And so I did it for this photographer. And I asked him, like, what is it for? And he was like, well, it's for Carl Malone for this ad, but we can't get him to come here to do it. So we're just going to use your body and then put his, you know, head on top of it. And then the thing turned out to be for the side of a building. Wow! And it was like my body doing a left hand hook <laughs> shot, with Carl Malone's head on top of it. Uh, so yeah, you I still did met, that stuff.
0: You ever met Carl since?
1: I have not. Okay. No. I don't even remember what it was for. It was like Nike or something. It was some. It was something weird. It was something legitimate. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Uh, I want to do a round of questions now.
1: Uh oh. Is that okay? Yeah. <clears throat> This, is, this from shut the. Shut your
0: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this welcome to shut
1: your mouth with this Tim from meadows. This is from the internet where people are not nice. Right. Shut your
0: mouth. No, I, I, these have all been vetted. These have all been fully vetted. Oh, Okay. I'm, my computer is not doing what it should be doing. I can't hook up the internet, so I'm using I'm using my phone. Okay. And I'm gonna find this here. So, uh, give me like just just you know, a, less than a minute. Okay. And I'll figure this out. Should I vamp? Hey, you want to vamp? Sure. sure. I would appreciate that if you want to feel like vamping. I just... I just... Shut your mouth! Okay. Um, go ahead and vamp. All right. I've actually... It's coming up right now, so. Okay.
1: So I don't have to vamp too long. All right.
0: Okay, here we go. I'm going to change the music up, and we're going to do what's colloquially now known as Bad Questions, featuring Tim Meadows. Sweet. Bad Questions with Tim Tim. Have you ever been a guest on the Rachel Maddow show?
1: I have not, but I have met Rachel Maddow in a bar in New York one time.
0: That's true. You guys, Did you guys have a fight?
1: We did not fight. We okay. got along. I told her I was a fan.
0: Okay, got it. Next question. <laughs> have you ever had a supernatural experience?
1: Supernatural experience? No. One time I thought, and I've told this story before on a uh, I thought that uh, I saw, me and my uh, old girlfriend thought we saw a ghost in our apartment. Really? Yeah. It was in New York on the Upper West Side where, uh, what's the guy that wrote The Raven? Um, Edgar, P. Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe had a farmland, farmhouse up in that area. Really? And I was reading Edgar Allan Poe's books at the time. Ooh. And my girlfriend and I were asleep. And then I rolled over and I could have swore I saw somebody in the hallway and she she woke up too, and then she thought she saw it too, and then I jumped up and grabbed something and ran towards it, and it was not there. So that was my only supernatural.
0: Check. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been too drunk to bowl? Never.
1: Okay. Never been too drunk to bowl.
0: Faster or larger houseboat?
1: Larger houseboat. Larger houseboat. Yes.
0: Have you ever pretended to have amnesia?
1: Never, ever. Not even for comedic purposes. Really? Not even to fuck with your kids? No. <laughs> and, and, and I've never done the hacky role of having having amnesia. Okay. amnesia. That's
0: amnesia. great. Check. Where do goats live? In the mountains, usually. There's Mountain. no no... Any answer is acceptable. Okay, great. Is cashew yogurt good? No. Okay, check. Correct on that one. <laughs> do you or have you ever collected
1: baseball cards? Yes, I have. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, it's true, Tim Meadows. Uh, okay. Oh, I have an interesting story about that. Go for do it. Do I have time? Yeah. Uh, quick, um, when I do was... you d- have
0: time, we have time.
1: Okay, because yeah. I do have to go. Yeah, you do. But, um, yeah, you, you when, gotta go. Uh, when I was a kid, a uh, guy older than me, and this was back in like the mid-60s, mm-hmm. a guy who was older than me had baseball cards from like the 40s and 50s, and he was, he was a teenager and he decided to get rid of them. So he gave them to me, right? And I kept them up until now. I still have them, but I have some baseball cards that are like Mick. I have Mickey Mantle. I have like Hank Aaron. I have like a bunch of.
0: So cards. you're a millionaire.
1: I could be. They're not signed though. That's the only thing. Is that
0: a big thing? Have to be signed.
1: I th- I think they're worth more if they're signed.
0: Right, but it- they're still worth a lot, right?
1: They are. I have to go look. For- I have to look through them again, especially but those old ones. It's those amazing classics. how my collection. Wow. I'm going to give them to my, my kids or my grandkids. But
0: it's not your It's your collection you got from someone else. I got
1: them from somebody else, Nice. Yeah.
0: That's the best way to do it.
1: So it's not my collection. It's Fuck my you, family. man. <laughs> I had them longer than that kid.
0: Shut
2: your, your
1: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: he still alive?
1: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he is. Let's,
0: if you're still alive, uh, it's <laughs> live to tape podcast at gmail.com. L-A-V-E-T-O. T-A-P-E-P-O-D-C-S-T at gmail.com. Also, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast here. Do that. I should have said that a long time ago. Okay, a few more questions here. If you were a bean, what type of bean would you be? Lima. Lima, okay. Uh, When cracking knuckles, do you go for the bully fist press into the palms or the piano player interlocking fingers with palms facing out?
1: Interlocking.
0: Nice. Debonair. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Cracking your knu- knuckles is so cool, so debonair.
0: It'll, well, you know, because that—that's better than the better than the. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. Yeah, I got you. Do you ever revisit the Soup Kitchen Saloon Improv Group? You referenced them earlier, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. I'm. Uh, I see them. We all keep in touch, and we are actually going to be seeing each other hopefully next week. Uh, one of the Mark Belsman has a show called uh, Too Bizarre. Too,
2: Too bizarre. And he, he
1: plays a tuba. And he has a band with him on stage. Are... Yeah, I get it. He wants me to perform, but I think I'm just going to watch.
0: Nice. Uh, do you ever take little sips of pickle juice?
1: I never, ever. Do
0: you like pickles?
1: Yeah, I can eat them. I'm not crazy about them. them.
0: I feel like if you can't eat them, that means you don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I love them. There good. you go. That was bad questions. Those are bad questions they with were Tim good. Meadows.
1: Bad, but it was, I did. I think we did well. I think we did well.
0: Tim, um, yeah. is there anything you want to? Uh, Want to close with maybe like a, an idea or like a, a sentiment or maybe a website?
1: Um, none of those things. <laughs> I don't, can we close with anything else? We can close with anything. That <laughs> was pretty open-ended, I would have to say. That pretty was. open-ended. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything to really – I don't have any insight for people. Just love one another. That's Love what one I can another. Say. What about – It's really crazy out there. It's crazy. I just crazy. want people to really look past our differences – And just take the time to, like... Shut your mouth! Yeah, shut your mouth. (laughs) Shut your mouth and love each other.
0: What about uh, People Can See You Live, right, soon?
1: Yeah, I'm out there touring. I'm doing the show in Sioux City. Iowa. Yeah, in Iowa. I have some shows. Oh, I'm doing Philadelphia, pretty, like, in September. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And somewhere else. I got some other shows lined up in the fall.
0: TimMeadows.com?
1: Yeah, Tim underscore meadows.com
0: I bet if you google Tim Meadows you could probably find it out
1: I think it comes up it,
0: yeah I bet it comes up
1: but my site is not I don't run my site well you don't? yeah I gotta get better at it
0: yeah websites man <clears throat> yeah. websites
1: alright drag- good seeing you buddy good seeing you too sorry we don't get to work sorry together sorry I get to work together but well, you still got you're working though you're doing the store right? I? I'm
0: doing it occasionally oh, okay. I'm doing some stuff good it's nice to have the nice to have the uh, you know the big the big gig where you're clocking in daily basis. Yeah. It's nice to have that. I do miss it, but
1: didn't you look forward to coming to work?
0: I mean, doing Zorn. I did. Yeah, I look forward to coming. It's nice. It's always nice to have a thing that's um, so time consuming. You don't have to. You can't worry. You don't have time to worry about mm-hmm. little dumb things. Yeah. I also like having a routine. Yeah. Every day, I'd make tea, make a smoothie, crack a dawn call production, tell so them I'm gonna be five minutes late because I it always had me come in too early and yeah. I know it. Yeah. So I had to time it out, drive the same way. I miss I don't miss the driving.
1: I miss the I looked forward to going to work every day. Mm-hmm. I missed uh um uh Dan Lippert. Yep. Dan's and I great. was really happy that I got to in I got to improv with him. Mm-hmm. Do some U C B shows.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I did a show with him I did monologues for an ass cat. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, it was. I uh, wish I could have
1: been there. It was a
0: great. It was a great lineup. It was the whole, the whole, the whole crew. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dan, yeah, I got to improvise, improvise with him in New York, at the Del Close Marathon. Nice. And I actually made him laugh on stage. That's cool. <laughs> that was so. That's good. It was really, literally the highlight of my weekend there. Hell like yeah. He he broke. Like he literally broke laughing. That's great. I love that guy, man. Big He's really man. Great. He's funny as All Get Out and sweet dude and.
2: Oh.
1: And I tell like whenever I do interviews, I tell the people, I go, he was the reason that that show as for actors as us on, uh-huh. he was the reason that we got better
0: yeah that was such a weird scale. I feel like people always ask me how it was, and I say it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until afterwards just how difficult it was to talk to nothing. yeah it took me th- took me three weeks before I stopped having a headache, yeah, just from it was like learning a foreign language or something yeah, it was I was crazy
1: would, m- my I, I would my my head would hurt a little bit at, in yeah. the evenings mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but he as we kept doing this show. And we got to know him.
0: Yeah, definitely locked into something where it was yeah much. It was so much different than the first few yeah. uh, episodes. And
1: that was the thing I was disappointed about the canceling. Mm-hmm. Even though I, you know I could I understand why it was can- you know it's like like if you don't have a hit you don't have a hit. But there are other shows that like they get behind regardless. Yeah. But I think I felt like the show was weird. It was
0: it was well received though. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't. It
1: wasn't a panned TV show. Oh.
0: But, I mean, it, well, this is all. We can talk about this. Yeah, for,
1: we can have <laughs> coffee next time I <laughs> anyway, Are
0: you still listening? Thanks for being here, Tim. All
1: uh, right. Thank thanks, you, thanks Johnny Thanks for listening, Pemberton. To everybody.
0: You've been listening to Live the Tape with Johnny Pemberton. Please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast and uh, send money to me, however you choose, fit. And um, we'll see you again. Bye. Thank you for listening. listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And visit us at feralaudio.com and make all your goddamn amazon.com purchases. Purchases. Okay? Because we get a piece of that and it does not change the price of the product. And that's all I got for you. Send me emails with cool shit, music, everything like that. This is uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra. We heard some Eric Dolphy earlier. We also heard a little bit of Frank Zappa. And that's pretty much the music for the podcast, everybody.
1: Shut your mouth!